Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. TSB Talksport Business on Talk 100.3. Lachlan Kitchen and Neil Lodger are in the studio, and we are joined by a bona fide TV legend. He didn't want to be referred to as that, but there's no other way to introduce the next man who's been a, an executive for 10 sports across me and the Fox Networks group uh, here in the UAE. But more importantly, uh, CabSat is going to be kicking off next week, which was traditionally something that was always about, you know, the, uh, the nuts and bolts and the technology, but it's morphing into more about uh, users and content creators to get more of it we are joined in the studio uh, by the legend Sanjay Rayner thank you very much for coming in here and joining us on TSB thank you so much thank you it's an amazing opportunity to be talking to you guys and so what are you going to do tell us how you can rebuild our studios as well (laughs) all the new technology we can have well no need to rebuild anything I think (laughs) just you guys are doing a fabulous job talk 100.3 is an amazing station I listen to it quite intently and uh, it it intelligences people. That's the word I use because you know talk shows, other than music, uh, are some great fodder for radio. Uh, I always believe that. And it is because you you're you're accompanying people. You're your friend. You're chatting exactly. to them constantly yeah, in in yeah. the foreground. But um, aside from that, CabSat. How would you explain it to someone who's not in the industry? So CabSat has been always the very large industry event, which was, as you mentioned, more about nuts and bolts and technology and equipment and so on and so forth and infrastructure. Hmm. And about six, seven years back, the CabSat team uh, intently decided to kind of contentize their whole whole uh, platform. So create uh, opportunities for content owners and content players to yeah. come in and talk. And it's it's kind of grown, and especially after the pandemic is over last year and beyond that, uh, the Content Congress, as it is called, is an amazing place for people across the industry to come and hobnob, be it from television, be it from film, entertainment, be it from radio, uh, be it women. This year there's a panel on uh, women breaking the glass ceiling, all moderated by women to women. So, uh, you know, awesome. it's, it's a fantastic... And, and there are some amazing women in this region in the content business that have done some amazing job and and as you know the content industry has grown by leaps and bounds mm-hmm. uh, people are consuming more content across devices so it's apt for capset to kind of take note of that and introduce that on a growing scale 
No, no doubts about this. You know, I mean, the growth has been seen, and and we've we've consumed a lot more content, all thanks to COVID as well. True. But where does the broadcast industry grow and go from here on? We've gone gone from cinema to television, or rather, television to cinema in either ways, and then content integration happened across both. Uh, you know, movies these days are releasing on television, on yeah. on on you know streaming platforms. Where does it move on from here on? So if you if you really take a step back, mm-hmm. nothing much has changed, but a lot has changed. True, it's a it's a kind of a paradox. So content, uh, what has what has substantially happened is the amount, the quantum of content, has has increased by leaps and bounds. So people mm-hmm. are producing more because people are watching more or people right. are consuming more. what has diametrically shifted is the way people are consuming it so traditional film entertainment in a theater where a movie would release and go on for 3 months 4 months 6 months and then only you would watch it on some other some other platform that has kind of got crunched so that's called windowing in television industry so those windows have got crunched it's moved to television and it stayed on television for a very long time and then it went to what is called the sword game subscriber vod mm-hmm. video on demand which is now turned into an ott over the top kind of an opportunity and over the top opportunity is both on tv as well as mobile devices mm. so what what you see is a shift in people the way people watch it but there the 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 normal content has remained the same it's the same right. film that has created great value in the theater mm-hmm. and then moved on and yeah people today are making films only for ott platforms right so so that consumption pattern has changed do you think yeah. it's making be- do you think that's resulting in better content oh clearly i think the reason for film content improving is because great amount of ott content has really taken shape and you can just name it you know starting from 1 to 100 There are so many shows that are released only on OTT right now, and the quality of those shows, the 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 writing skills of those shows, mm-hmm. the directorial strength of those shows, is so far better that it has made films getting better. Mm, right. So it is. It is. I mean, the writers are the same. Ultimately, it's the same guild, right, around the world. Yeah, we're in a golden age of television. Exactly. Yeah, because you can develop a story rather than thirty minutes across series and weeks and months. Absolutely. Absolutely. But when it comes to uh, sport on TV, this is one of the really uh, areas that has just been opened up. You know, traditional markets, you had your your major players, and now we're seeing, like here, uh, the IPLs on on noon. Uh, this, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the service, and then you're seeing Amazon, Facebook, or putting uh, putting in bids. Uh, should traditional TV be worried about this, or how can they embrace yes this no. opportunity? Yes and no. I think uh, as long as the uh, sports is a very tedious business. Sports rights are normally uh, going for multi-million dollar bids. So as long as the league owners, mm. like English league, English football, English Premier League, you know, so the yeah. FA or whatever those bodies are, as long as they are making their monies by selling that to television networks, so Sky has just, uh, uh, you know, renewed their deal. It is going to stay on television, and people generally love to watch sports on a large screen. but there are there is nibbling happening so as you refer to the names amazon and so on and so forth they are trying to nibble and see what rights they can take away i think for a very long time sports will remain on the large linear network mm-hmm. people love to watch it that way it also is very clear because that gives a whole lot of money to the rights owners mm-hmm. so a champions league for example which is owned by uefa 
is going to get substantially large amount of money by selling their rights to television networks than selling it to an OTT platform. It's, as simple. it's a question of money game. Mm -hmm. And sports also is a loss leader for any platform. Mm -hmm. On its own, sports does not lead to net revenues. Okay. Sports leads to an aggregation of audience. Not at this station. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me something, you know, I mean, it, during this IPL, we saw something absolutely dramatic. We saw uh, Wycom bidding, uh, I mean, in face of Geo Cinema and winning the rights for digital uh, uh, at broadcast. A, at huge value. At, right, yeah. at insane value. Yeah. Uh, yes, BCCI obviously ended up being the winner technically because there was Star, there was uh, Geo Cinemas. But... The penetration that Geo Cinema or a platform like Geo Cinema has in a country like India is incredible. Will that in some way hamper Star Sports viewership? And it hasn't. And if you mm -hmm. read, uh, I'm, 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 I'm not a spokesman of that audience here, uh, that television network here. Sure. But whatever I have read is they have increased their distribution thanks to IPL and they have increased their viewership thanks to IPL. Right. So there is clearly either a doubling of the audience mm -hmm. or an expansion of the audience. Okay. And I'm more given to think there is an expansion, expansion. of the audience. Mm. There is a digital audience who is watching IPL on their small devices mm -hmm. or using the so-called Geo Cinema and you know, right. uh, putting it up on their television. And there is a traditional audience which doesn't mind seeing it on uh, Star Sports Network with all the razzmatazz of the commentaries and True. various languages. Clearly, there is an audience available. That's why the mandarins who bought mm -hmm. at such large numbers would have made sense in putting that kind of a number up front. And you said India, clearly it's one country where digital audiences are still, I would say, in infancy. Mm -hmm. You have just scratched the surface. Oh, wow. You wait another five years and see the tremendous amount of growth mm -hmm. in the digital audiences that's going to happen with people moving from semi-smartphones to a larger right. and better smartphones with broadband becoming far better and greater. Digital is going to go through the roof. Now, you know, uh, we're talking about a tournament which is probably the biggest cricket tournament in the world. Absolutely. Right? But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring it to a, probably a smaller purview here. Uh, a lot of domestic cricket happens here in the UAE. Okay, a lot of and, and these these are I all know. sanctioned tournaments, yeah, right? Yeah. And these Especially are T Twenty, yeah. right? So now these T Twenty tournaments, and I'm not even talking about the Abu Dhabi T Ten or the ILT Twenty. I'm talking about small tournaments which are organized by the councils, like yeah. Dubai Council and Abu Dhabi Council. Uh, these tournaments are streamed on platforms like Fan Code, and they find audiences. True. It is incredible the way this broadcast has also created uh, revenue for the ground owners, for co for for domestic commentators, uh, for for camera people. It's it's like a full year ka project. And and not to mention the fantasy games that are Precisely. that are coming through the door every day. And then and cricket and every other sports is getting massively utilized by by those platforms. Now this is incredible. I mean the way it has been moving. Is is it probably the annual the, the tipping point of something big turning over in in smaller countries think, which don't have I think audiences? Local leagues, local leagues around the world will will flourish because mm -hmm. larger leagues will have a finite audience, right. will have finite money by people to be put on the table, and if you are able to devise good small local leagues like mm -hmm. Emirates does with a lot of their T20 cricket, which I am aware of, and these these will certainly grow. I mean. Somebody made a made a badminton league in UAE, and apparently there was a large traction for that. 
So if you have quality product, you will have some audience wanting to watch. But it's also because that supply chain has changed, where the sports organisation can essentially make the content themselves and then stream it and own it, rather than having to wait for a television broadcaster to come in and bring all the gear to, so to exactly. produce it. So technology has throughputted everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So earlier, if you had a sports product as a league owner, you had to go door to door to sell it till it became better and bigger and then people came to you and said, oh, yeah. I want to buy it from you. Today, if you have a great product, you just use technology to deliver it. So well, that's what I was saying. Right. The whole paradigm of delivery has changed dramatically. Across all sports around the world. Across all sports around the world. But Well, when it comes down to TV coverage, what sport and what network do you think is doing the best? in terms of coverage um, and engagement for the viewer. If for the, there is for the a viewer. gold standard, and again, I'm nobody's spokesperson, if there is a gold standard for television sports broadcasting anywhere, I would say it's Sky Stroke ESPN. Okay. Mm -hmm. Globally. Because of the kind of coverage when you watch them, the kind of... Uh, for example, uh, in one of my previous jobs, we had, uh, we had Sky team come down to UAE to set up their own production facility because they wanted a feed that is equal to the standard. standards that they had set. And it was all HD and we were like blown away in 2012 that is when the Sky team walked in with their HD cameras and 24 and, and cameras. And is this specifically cricket you're talking it's about? Specifically cricket. Okay. Yeah. And Sky does golf e equally well and yeah. Sky does football equally well. Yeah. ESPN has always been a torchbearer of sports but largely relegated to America. Uh, so you, our exposure has been far less but Sky we watch and I think they are a gold standard in, in, mm -hmm. in sports broadcasting uh, I think sometimes especially when we watch sports like F1 and we see the cameras that are set up and in cars Absolutely. and the communication do you, as viewers do I mean, you think we, we've do... become lazy and we've been accustomed to just how good the coverage is I mean there was a time when cricket was handled by 8 cameras oh, till, yeah. till, till then it became 24 and if you watch IPL I'm sure it's more than 24 yeah. because you just get, I mean, that's the whole idea, immersion. You get immersed into that environment, whether it is the spider cams, whether it is the ground cams, whether it is the hand cams, whether it's all those other 20 cameras that are taking you from all the angles, be it the drone level or the, or the ground level. So immersion is the name of the game. And the best part is the equipment costs are going down. Mm. So people do not really mind putting all those cameras out there. Right. I mean, we've been talking extensively about television, cinema. Let's bring the story home. Where does radio go from where it is? That's a very interesting question. And unfortunately, there are naysayers who always have said two things. Oh, radio will die and linear television will die. Nothing dies. Mm. They evolve. True. So radio certainly needs to evolve from music because you cannot keep belting the same horse True. again and again. Now, what will be that differentiation be is for the audiences to take. I think talk radio is an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. And people are listening. And there are stations, if not naming them, there are stations even in Dubai and, and uh, adjoining areas where talk shows are doing really right. well. Be it business talk shows or, or, or non-business talk shows or sports talk shows. I think a lot of the world, and don't get me wrong when I say that, a lot of the world is facing mental issues these days because sure. of pandemic mm. and because of issues of, you know, uh, 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 societal changes, and, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if you have radio stations that dwell upon... So th what I'm talking about is segmentation. That's right. Radio has to go into a segment. And radio can do it very well. Why? Because 
radio technology is far cheaper in broadcasting than anybody else. I agree. Setting up a radio station is far cheaper than setting up a television station. Yeah, look at all yeah. look at all the people that decided to do a podcast during lockdown. Exactly. <laughs> True. Everybody became a podcaster. But but also uh, the benefit of that is why it's also great like something like Cabsat where anyone who is maybe thinking about being a content creator and they even they want to get a start with a small budget on cameras and mics they can come down Absolutely. and they'll be able to find out not just the high-end stuff to do a big HD 4K cricket broadcast but also what would be great to do a wireless mic for your own uh, podcast. I absolutely agree. And you know, there is a dream of mine. I would like to see a radio station or hear a radio station that has stand-up comedy going through the day. I mean, can yeah. you imagine What, you've that? not heard our show? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are comedians, if I really ask you that. Because you make us laugh so much. But what I'm saying is, you know, what others do on a stage, people get ticketed. Can you imagine stand-up comedians coming and you intersperse yeah. that with music? So digre digressing, but not really digressing, segmentation is the name of the game. And radio is an amazing business. It mm -hmm. can never go out of fashion. There it will go. always remain in We time. love you. You're already our number one guest. <laughs> no, absolutely. I and, love radio. And lastly, can you help me get Brian Lara on the show? Brian Lara and me played a round of golf once. He's a left-hander golfer. And he hits a mile. Yeah. So you won't stand a chance. No. <laughs> well, if you want to get down to Cabsat, you can. It's at the Dubai World Trade Center from the 16th to the 18th of May at cabsat.com. And Sanjay Rayner, the TV legend, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for Thank so, you much so much for coming guys. in. Thank you so much. TSB, pleasure. Talk Sport Business. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.